Hey guys, welcome back to Slightly Spiritual. Today, it's just Cindy and I chatting, discussing pop culture, the collective good, um, invisible string theory, numbers, all the things. Hey guys. And I'm excited. Um, I loved our episode last week with Angelica on Ayurveda. I feel like we got to do a real deep dive on it and we learned so much and it's always good to balance out with a solo episode. So since that episode came out, I feel like there's a lot that has happened that I am curious to talk about, but also curious to get Cindy's opinion on. Um, Right. I think we should reshuffle around and start with this we were talking about it right before we jumped on but the obviously the super bowl happened on well this will be come out next week i'm like the super bowl happened sunday um the super bowl happened last week and i feel like there is just there's a lot to discuss so much happened mostly in the last like 30 minutes in overtime or whatever it was of the game but a lot happened Wait, yeah, Sagar, I really liked. Uh, what did you think about Usher? We didn't talk about this before. I now, thought now it was I'm good. It okay, me too. I, I liked it. it. Fun. And like yeah, all the I guests think- he brought out, and like for for us, for our generation, I thought it was great. Yeah, I know. I just laugh because I'm like, I used to make fun of like my parents when they liked the musical guests, and now I'm like, oh god, you guys. I know we are our turned parents. into that. We are. I know we are. <laughs> it happened. It did in certain ways. It happened. Yeah. Um, no, I thought he was great. I liked it. So I don't know if we've ever actually talked about this, and this doesn't necessarily pertain to the Super Bowl, but it pertains to Taylor. So do you have any thoughts on Taylor and the number 13? I mean, I have lots of thoughts. I feel like it's, I mean, it's her birthday number, right? So that's how it originally started. Is her birthday is December 13th. So that's how it originally started as one of her numbers, just like 1989 was one of her, maybe, I don't know if it was her first album, but it was one of the first I can't remember which order she went everything in but she uses her birthday information or like numbers as like carrying her through which I actually think that's really powerful for anyone like hot tip if you're seeing your birthday like in emails or timestamps or as a receipt you know the number at the receipt it's essentially like a sign that you're like on the right path keep going it's also like a reminder of like you're here on purpose and leading you towards your like destiny essentially. So the fact that she utilizes that into her everyday, maybe not everyday, but her, her business. I mean, cause it is a business. Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, I think is really powerful that she's essentially every time we're seeing her birthday or just talking about her, the year she was born or whatever, that she is like reinvigorating her like destiny, her mm. purpose in life. Even if we don't know what it is, by just sharing those numbers, we're reinvigorating what her soul plan to come in and do. So same thing can be for anyone, really, if you use your birthday information or your birthday. So also funny that Travis Kelsey's jersey number is 87 after his brother, the year his brother was born, his older brother was born. And Aww. that's... Yeah, that's why his number is 87 is because his brother was born in 1987. He's the one that started their love of football. And so he's like, I had to pick 87 because he's like, I love my brother and I wouldn't be doing football if it wasn't for him. So I think it's so cute. And I feel like they're so cute together that they both utilize numbers and and their Mm -hmm. birthdays and numerology in a very significant way in their lives. And it's just like, I'm like, oh my God, so perfect. And then of course, eight plus seven is 13. So like, I mean. Oh my God. That's actually Isn't it, or is it 15? Wait, am I adding wrong? 
I no, don't know. Let me... it's, I mean, it's 15. Maybe I don't know why people said it was 13. Ignore that. We can you crop that out. <laughs> crop that out. Like there was something with his crop that out. There was something with no, his jersey exactly that like you're talking about. Cause I had heard it too and I don't know what it was, but yes. I, yeah. I, it was I something like that. Equals 13. I don't remember. Um, that's super interesting. And I did not know that about your birthday number. Cause it's funny. Like I'm March 31st and I see 31s all the time. And I just have mm-hmm. never really like threes and ones together or in a repeating pattern has always been a sign for me, but I never put together that like, if it's just 31, it it's a sign or that it's like aligned to a higher, like soul purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I love that she leans into that. Also, I mean, historically, you know, 13 is a very spiritual number and, um, it's, you know, it's, it's Friday the 13th, but the reason why that's considered bad now is because it actually used to be a very like good Mm -hmm. day, like a witchy day. There's 13 Mm -hmm. like moon cycles in the year. Um, I'm missing some of there. I need to look it up, but there's the 13 is like a very powerful spiritual number just in and of itself. And the fact that that's like her birthday is just like not coincidence, but very powerful too. So, yeah. Wow. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about that's related to numbers. And I do want to jump back quickly to Taylor and Travis and collective energy, but I just also thought it was crazy while we're talking about numbers that Patrick Mahomes and keep in mind, like, I'm not a football person. Like these, of course, are the things that, like I notice or like that Cindy, I don't think that you're really a football person either. I hope I can go out on a limb and say that, but like, we are not like massive football fans. So the fact that like we watch this game and picked up on these things, like it tells you what we're thinking about, but Patrick Mahomes, um, he threw for 333 yards and threw the game winning touchdown to win by three points um, to Hardman for his third catch with three seconds left in the game like that to me and the address is like three 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 something three 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 the address is yeah yeah the address is the same like yeah yeah isn't that crazy and I think the guy who caught it was the number 12 right and one plus two is three on his jersey I don't know but that I mean at this point it would not shock me (laughs) um I wonder if he like if that's like a lucky number for him or like what it is, but I'm like, literally, what are the odds of that? Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. I think this is their, this is their third Super Bowl win, right? Two or something. Yeah. In like four years or something like that. Super Bowl win. Yeah. yeah. Recent, back in recent back, history. Back. I don't know if it's like forever, but I think they won, I think they won three in the last like four years. They won in 2020 yeah. last year. And then this year. So I don't know. Don't, I don't know if he was this, I think he was a quarterback all three times. This is how little we know about football. All I know is I'm like, ah, look at this. Look at this number. Look at this numerology. Look at this. (laughs) Do you think there's anything, Do you think there's anything, like, significant generally about the three, like, all of the threes distinctly? Or do you think it's just, like, a general number sign? So if I wanted to get real woo, but I feel like we can, cause it's, Hell it's yeah. a slightly spiritual podcast. Yeah. I mean, these are all signs of like moving into 5d, right? So mm. move from third dimension to fifth dimension. These are the types of like signs, symbols, synchronicities that you can expect to see more of 
as earth as a whole, as a collective moves into the fifth dimension or fifth density, which is lighter, higher vibration, more aligned, yada, 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 right? We, we talked about it in past episodes, but the long and the short of it is it's a higher vibration. Things can happen quickly. Things can manifest more succinctly, more, and you're going to notice things m- with more repeating numbers, hence all the repeating yeah. numbers in this situation. And you're going to notice things more in alignment. You're going to notice things more in, um, like, like, oh my God, like, I can't believe yeah. that number's there. I can't believe I saw that. That's very, like, not obvious, but it becomes more obvious when you're in a higher vibration, like the earth is moving into in a 5D. So I expect yeah. that we will see, maybe it's not always going to be three, obviously, right? But I expect that we will start to see more of this in the future down the road with mm-hmm. winnings and things like that. Like, I always think of, um, I'm from Cleveland originally, so, and like LeBron James, when they finally won the... NBA whatever title for Cleveland when he was playing it was in 2016 yeah. and Cleveland's main main area code is 216 so 2016 mm. 216 and everyone was like oh my god you know like of course he well, of course they won in 2016 when he had been a million yeah. times not a million but he had been to the finals in the NBA or whatever the heck it's called a million times or a bunch of times and finally in 2016 they won it like he won it for Cleveland and it was a 216 area code so it's just like it's just like I've been noticing some of these things kind of along the way with these big events yeah. and stuff but it's just indicative of the universe or earth sorry moving into a higher dimension where you're going to start to see more of these things aligned in a yeah. big way My so, so I think that it just shows and I think it just shows like we talked about this, the Michigan football player, the yes, student, the Jake last Moody. time, like he's met, yeah, he's meditating, he's grounding, he's doing things. I guarantee you, Patrick Mahomes has some similar mm-hmm. things, maybe doesn't talk about, but he's doing, and this is the result of doing those things. Same with like Taylor and the number 13, how all of a sudden mm-hmm. it's everywhere. That is not a coincidence. I mean, some of it is, but I don't believe in a coincidence. It's a synchronicity. It's because she's focusing on that or that number or pulling that in. So then of course it shows up everywhere. Like it's mm-hmm. her 13th game. It's a 13th, like all the 13s that were showing up. That is again, partly because she's focusing on it, manifesting it. And partly because that is her sign from her guides in the universe that like she's in alignment. And it's, again, it's easier to see more and more and more and more and more of these things aligning as we're in the fifth dimension. So mm-hmm. that's why I think we're noticing it more. I also think it's so cool that like now it's become kind of not commonplace maybe per se, but like the fact that the NFL is like talking about this or people who mm-hmm. in mainstream media are kind of talking about this cool stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, that's so cool that they're talking about essentially numerology and like synchronicities yeah. and manifesting. They just don't maybe realize it, but they're at least noticing like the numbers are getting so obvious that like, you can't not notice it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, we're not even like trying. It's like three, 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 three address one by three through to the numbers are like 12, which is three. Like, it's just crazy. It's just, it's nuts. So. Yeah. That is, it is that is crazy. I didn't think of the five D thing. I like that though. Yeah. Um, so yeah I feel like I need to wrap my brain around it but um we also were having I think there's a much broader conversation around the NFL around specifically I'm sure it's around other things too but like what comes to mind for me is Taylor and Travis because I literally don't pay attention to anything else around the NFL um and I will just own that right now but it's funny because I asked Cindy, I was like, what, like we have not necessarily Cindy and I, I mean, yes, for sure. Cindy and I, but like as a collective, we have such an obsession with Taylor and Travis. Right. And I'm not even talking in like 
the way where we're like, oh, it's so cute. We want her to be happy. Like, I love that. I love that shit. I love watching the videos. And like, he was like mic'd up on the field. I love the little tidbits that we're getting. No judgment there. But then there's also this side of things where people are just so pissed off about it. They're so pissed that the NFL shows her all the time. They're pissed that she's dating him. You know, they're like, I keep seeing snide comments about like, oh, well, it's so great. But what about when they break up and she's writing a breakup song about him? Like, I'm like, no, no. Number one, they're going to get married because you can't break my heart like that. But number two, like, why do people care so much? And I feel like there has to be some kind of like collective message here around this or some kind of like collective reason why there's such like a divide between people that love it and people that hate it because it just seems like something that people generally should be like so non-pulsed about yeah I didn't think about this you just asked it in this way right now but I wonder if some of it has to do like because I love love and I'm happy if someone else is happy I'm like oh my god like if they can have it then I can find it you know maybe not on that level obviously but like I, if she can find it at this age and her fame and her stage in life and him too, like then I, that there's hope for all of us. Right. I'm like, there's hope. Yes. There's hope. There's, I have faith that it's going to happen. Right. Um, but I think that part of the, maybe part of the reason why people are hating on it so much is maybe they're not happy in their own relationships Yeah, and they're projecting. And maybe this is like triggering things within their own lives, maybe subconsciously, not just like consciously yeah. that they're not actually happy in their own relationship mm-hmm. or their own marriage or their own partner, yeah. even if they're not married, like partner. Yeah. And maybe it's just very triggering for them to see when you're like, when you're unhappy or really sad or having a rough time or going through a breakup, it is really triggering to see yeah, somebody totally. super yeah. happy and like spreading their love. You know, it's annoying. Um, So I don't think that's everyone out there that's hating on them, but it could be like some of it. It could be subconsciously like you're not really happy in your own relationships that you're hating on those people who are happy. Yeah. Yeah. And then you said this in the beginning. I think some of it's a distraction. I mean, I think that, and and, and the NFL is making boatloads of money off of this. Yeah. So it doesn't explain why people are hating on it, but unless if you, if you truly do love the NFL and love football, it might be a little annoying that like Mm -hmm. this keeps coming up. Like you might be a little over it at this point, but the NFL is making money off of it. And then it's, you know, it's, I hate to say it, but it's an election year and Mm -hmm. it's a polarizing Mm -hmm. year in general. Mm -hmm. And I think that we're going to see more things that are polarizing throughout the year, not just this. I agree with you. I absolutely agree. And I think um, it's interesting. I had posted a video yesterday on Instagram about something that just had to do with Travis Kelsey and PR and like PR strategy he was using and I think what people don't realize is like, I, I really genuinely do not believe that Travis and Taylor's relationship is a PR stunt. I don't think that she, I don't think she needs it. And I don't really think he needs it. Um, And then the amount of time that like they show her on the screen, it has nothing to do with her. Like she's not asking to be shown. It has everything to do with the NFL. And like Cindy had made the point, like, there's an entire team of people, producers, right, that are behind the scenes sitting in a room talking to the cameraman saying, point the camera here and now point the camera here and now blah, 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 blah. Like it literally, it has nothing to do with her. This is the NFL's PR strategy. This is not mm-hmm. her strategy. This is not his strategy because the NFL is having a record breaking year in viewership on these games that she attends. 
they're mm-hmm. able then for next year to increase their ad dollars that they're able to bring in. They're able to showcase boosted numbers, even if they're like, um, I don't want to say not real numbers, but inflated numbers because she's at those games, yeah. like they can still claim those numbers. So yeah. it's a win, win, win for like everybody. Um, yeah. yeah, I just think it's interesting. And, and the judgment around it to me is, it's just kind of sad. Um, yeah. But just like they decide not to show the guys streaking across the field, they yeah, could choose yeah. not to show Taylor and that's the suite they were in the whole time. I mean, it was getting comical. Did you see, I don't know if you saw, um, oh God, Ryan Reynolds. He was like, he posted during the Super Bowl about something else on Instagram. No. And he made a joke in the, I think in his comment, he's like, he made something about whatever he was posting. I can't remember what it was, but then he's basically like, so has anyone seen my wife lately? And it was a joke because <laughs> it was literally during a Super Bowl and all they were showing was her next to, yeah. um, <laughs> next to Taylor. And I was that like, so I died laughing. I was laughing. He was, I mean, he's making fun of it. He's like, anyone seen my wife lately? Like, cause she left him at home with the kids and she went to the game and she's all over the TV. It was so funny. It was, I was, dying. oh, I love like, that. It was. Yeah, it was just funny. So even he's making fun of him. He's like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you could just yeah. tell he was like, my wife is like all over the TV right now. Like, what's happening? Yeah. Like, anyways, oh it just, it was funny. I like, I like his take on it. You gotta laugh. You gotta make a joke. Like, yeah. No, it uh, just, I don't know. It like, it doesn't matter. And like her, like, I feel like her, that was like her making a joke when she like chugged the beer when they showed her and yeah. she like took yeah. down that beer. It's like something you just would not expect Taylor Swift to do. But it's no, kind of like but, making light of it. And it's funny. Yeah. So. I think it's funny too. I know. I don't like the people that are like making such a big deal out of his like yelling at the coach and stuff. Yeah. And like, yeah. hate. I'm like, this is, he's, he, we all do things in the heat of the moment that we're not. Yes. Like, I don't totally. think you translate that over into relationships. Sometimes it does, but sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. And again, yes. people projecting their own crap onto other yes. people. Like, come on. Like, I'm like, why are, yeah. why, why can't we just let them be? And yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I, I I think the other piece of it with that too, and I, um, in the, the new Heights podcast that him and his brother, Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey host, they kind of touched upon him. Like other people had made this point themselves when they were kind of like addressing what happened that like, people don't realize that they football players, let alone football players that are like true stars of that caliber. Like they have to be fired up to go out there and perform. Am I saying yeah. it's right to get in your coach's face? Absolutely no. not. But it's like, no, I can see where those things are happening because you're whipping yeah. them up so much yeah. to go out there and do what they need to do to yeah. win a game, let alone a game like that. Like, yeah. honestly, the coach was probably like, it's not really that big of a deal. Like in there. That's seat. what he said. That's yeah. literally what he said. He goes, I'm excited that he wants to play. Like, that's what he said. So. Yeah. yeah, I think the whole yeah. the whole thing with the PR stunt thing is just it's not true. Like they don't need any more PR. Like mm-hmm. it's just no. no, no. The one that I did think was a PR stunt was J Lo and Ben Affleck, and I will still admit I that I guess I was wrong, but I still think they started out as PR and then they actually fell in love again. I I, I don't will never really know the truth, but I that one I thought was a PR stunt. You want to talk about yeah. PR? That one in the beginning, in the beginning, and then yeah. I think it like kept rolling. But that was too. And then the other one who's famous for yeah. PR stunts are the freaking Kardashians. They are like the queen yeah. and can, like they're. Yeah. And that's where it feels like it's like it's like they're forcing yeah. narratives and forcing mm-hmm. things. This is not that. Like I'm like this is clearly not like they're no. not doing that. Well, and somebody like made a good point too online in like when all of the after party videos started to get leaked. 
mm-hmm. and Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey were just so drunk. And <laughs> somebody was like, no, this is not a PR stunt. They are literally drunk and in love. They are drunk yeah. in love right now. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I see it. Oh. I literally see it. So funny. Um, anyway, well. Okay, sorry. We got that. We went on a tangent. Um, no, it was. We'll have to put in the show notes related, if you don't want to hear about this. Like, just skip forward to this time. It's like a time trigger warning. Trigger warning, yes. Travis and Taylor. Well, that should be the title of this episode. <laughs> yeah. A oh, trigger sorry. warning. Okay. <laughs> um. So Next I topic. see here. We have a note: karma, past lives, and literally triggers from experiences such as birth, death, traumas, et cetera. So I guess it really could be true. <laughs> Literally. Oh my God. Oh. No, I think I wrote this because now I got to think that someone had DM me, which I thought was so fascinating about. Um, I work with a lot of women who are getting pregnant or, or going through pregnancy. Yeah going through pregnancy and delivery and all that stuff. And like, sometimes traumatic yeah. things happen during the birth. I mean, they're yes. okay. Like everyone's yes. fine, but things happen. And someone was saying that they're, they felt like there was some serious karma that was cleared when their um, child was born or in this instance, I think if I remember coupling was lack thereof, they had to have an emergency C-section because uh... of it. And um, just crazy stuff like that and how they almost died or basically died and came back. Like I've heard of, actually quite a few of those stories recently about people. Mm-hmm. Um, like at least I can think of four off the top of my head in the past like two years of this has happened where like wow. the mom has almost died and there's like crazy stuff and it just just freaky things. But yeah, again, these babies coming in are um basically karma free, or if there is any remaining karma, they're gonna try and clear it in the beginning, like right when they're coming out of the womb. So yeah. yes, there could be some not to say that every child being born is having this, but there could be some traumatic things or there could be some mm-hmm. stuff coming up that needs to get cleared right away, either for you or the baby or both. And mm-hmm. not to say that every, you know, bad thing that happens during a delivery or anything like that is doing clearing karma. Yeah. But a lot of times it is like a lot, cause it's just, we're so prepared now we've, and everyone's done this yeah. a million times and we have such great doctors and such great men. Like the fact that sometimes this stuff still happens is like crazy. Yeah. It's just, it's yeah. like, it, what else could it be? Right. And then the other thing is, is that I think we have to remember these babies coming in, there's a lot of um, past life stuff with you and Mm -hmm. them that you're clearing, that you're um, coming in in this lifetime to heal together, or you've already done a lot of the work to heal. And so they're able to come in kind of karma free so that they can not have to go through all the like awakening that we had to do. They're sort of like already awake kind of coming out of the womb. Mm -hmm. And by awake, I mean like, again, like we were just talking about recognizing all the repeating numbers and all the threes and all of this and all of that, right. They are going to start to even, they're going to notice these things either before we do, or at the same time we do as they're growing up because they're already mm. quote unquote like awake. Like my mom would never believe if I like brought up this stuff when I was little, you know what I mean? But yeah. now yeah. us as parents are going to be like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this makes sense. Like this is so, yeah. Like we see that too. So, um, I think the gist of it or to answer the question is, you know, karma isn't always, I think we've talked about this before, but karma isn't always like, oh, this guy was a jerk and cut you off. And then he gets in an yeah. accident at five minutes later up the road. Yeah. Sometimes that happens, but that is not necessarily how karma works. Okay. It's just not. What karma is, is that there's maybe a big lesson from a past life that you and your baby 
or your partner mm. or whatever is want to learn or heal through. And so you come back in to go through a similar lesson or you go through a traumatic, agree to go through like a traumatic event together and then learn mm-hmm. from it and grow from it together and hopefully change the narrative from what you had in a past mm. life. Interesting. So it's, you know, it's, there's like, it's a very deep and specific, I guess, to each individual topic, but yeah. there is something in a general sense that's coming through with these new babies being born or this next generation behind us that is, mm-hmm. they're so intuitive and they're so like already awakened that, and they don't have a lot of karma. And if there is yeah. any leftover, they're clearing it a lot of times in the beginning or in the birth or in yeah. the pregnancy, like people trying to have, having so much trouble getting pregnant. I'm like, how much is being cleared just in that, you know, yeah, just in those, in that whole experience before they're even here, you know, yeah. and we didn't see all this before. And I'm not saying this is the only reason why people are having trouble getting pregnant, but this could be part of it that they're yeah, clearing absolutely. or they're, you know, making way for like clearing limiting beliefs and being able to manifest and trusting your gut and trusting your intuition. Like these babies need you to like be up to speed with all that before you get pregnant with them. And if, you know, God forbid, but having trouble getting pregnant or going through some, um, it taking time that you're, that's what you're doing is you're clearing a lot of that. So, um, it's hard. And just to be anyone who's going through this though, it's very, it's very hard to, when you're in the moment to see it from this perspective. So I'm not, yeah, absolutely. I just don't want to belittle anyone's experience right now. Who's probably screaming yeah. at me or turned it up off already. Cause again, trigger warning. Yeah. Um, but it, it is hard, but hopefully down the road, once you're past this, cause I do believe if you want to be a mother, you're meant to be one and you will be one that you can then look to, Oh yeah, actually that happened because it helped with this or help with that. Or I've had some people yeah. that, I mean, I've had a miscarriage or lost a baby, but then it turns out that their husband then lost their job a few weeks later. And mm-hmm. like, oh my God, well, thank mm-hmm. God I wasn't pregnant because that would have been an extra stress for him. And now he's in an amazing job that he loves. And now I'm pregnant again. But like, you know, you never mm-hmm. know. You just, sometimes it makes sense and sometimes it doesn't. And yeah, it just, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's very hard when you're in the moment. It's so much easier looking back. That's why we say hindsight's 2020, right? It's so much, but I guess if you're in this moment, don't, don't lose faith. And there. I don't want to say there's a reason for everything, but I do believe there's a reason for everything and that yeah. it will work out in the end. And if you're curious about that stuff I and mean, we can talk about it more, or, you know, put comment yeah. on the podcast. If you guys want more information about this, especially as it relates to babies and stuff, we're happy to do more on it. Um, oh, absolutely. Maybe we can meet a guest you know, in that talks about some of this stuff too. That would be fun too. If people that'd want be it. Great. Um, I mean, another good person to talk about this with will be our upcoming guest, Barry, who deals with grief, I think. Yeah. Right. So yes. Even yes. discussing, you know, pregnancy and loss and all the yeah. things that come with that. Um, that might be a good topic. And I think too, like, yes, the topic is in the same way that talking about, you know, chronic disease, death, illness, loss in our lives, you know, is very triggering. I think this topic is very triggering, but I think this also, it gives people a different perspective and I think so many times when you experience any type of hardship or loss you think like why me why me why me or what did I do to deserve this what did I do to deserve this and in reality sometimes it's completely out of your hands and it is something that's like karmic or energetic or past life or yeah and it's funny because I'm like I don't want to say it has nothing to do with you because it's everything to do with you but it's like nothing that you're doing wrong right um And so this is just another way to look at it. Yeah. I had a client today that had a stillborn 
daughter and it was just devastating. Um, but the messages were exactly that. It was like so insane. And she had so many cool messages that came through and so many good like signs that she was giving her mom and all this crazy stuff. But it also came through. I'm like, she's like the spirit or the baby was saying, um, she was saying, she's like, you're, you feel misunderstood a lot in your grief because she, she went on Mm. to have another child and she has two kids and they have a great life, but she still like misses this baby that she had still born. Like, all the time and I was like yeah you lost a child like that's one of the hardest things I'm like I get it but if you haven't been through grief or you haven't been through it's hard it's really really hard um to feel to be to feel seen or to like like hold space for that yeah um it was wild the the spare baby she kept mentioning like this picture and she showed up with angel wings which not all souls show up with angel wings I just want to say that and she showed up with the angel wing and it was a girl and she gave me her name, which I'm not going to say on the podcast, just for out of um, uh, anonymity, but um, or keeping her anonymous. I don't know if that's a word. Anyways, she said she comes with a picture and her angel wings and how she was like drawn into a picture, or added to a picture or whatever. So what my client said was she had a photograph of the family and she had someone like Photoshop or create a picture of her and put angel wings on her in the background. And that's the family oh, photo. Oh my God. Oh, that's she kept having the family photo and I was like, but you wouldn't have been able to take a photo. And she goes, we took a family photo and I drew her with angel wings. And I was like, that's what she's talking about. Not her oh, drew, but she had someone do it. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Oh my God. Freaking wild. Wild. The so. things you learn from the other The side. things you learn. That's what I'm saying. You can't make this shit up. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So just um, know your babies. Everyone's still around. They just change frequency. Oh, they're all still with you. Well, it's like how, um, it just reminds me of like, babies like that will come up obviously in your readings and like even like yeah. for me with my I think it's actually it's funny it's like my grandma on my mom's side and DJ's grandma on his mom's side each of them had either lost a pregnancy or had a stillborn and it in completely separate readings those it's come up when we've mm-hmm. done sessions yeah I don't know it's interesting I love the spirit babies I don't know why yeah they just maybe I should say they love me I'm gonna say they love you too it's a mutual affection I feel like it is a mutual affection I do love kids I do love kids I mean I love kids I love spirit babies it's so easy for me to talk to them they're the easiest them and pets they're like the easiest to talk to so anyways we did get without his buttons so Oh my you. God, you did? No, you did not tell me this. I can't believe it's the first so, time hearing about this. I need videos immediately. Immediately. I'll, after this, I will after we're done recording. When he okay. chooses to use them. So Cindy, quick deviation. In my last, at some point, he was my last session, had told me that Scout, my know. poodle, wanted the talking buttons. And I said to Cindy, oh no, no, he's had talking buttons. And I had to take them away because he abused the hell out of those buttons. And Cindy was like, well, he's saying, you know, give him like options like mom, dad, toy or like mom, dad, walk or like whatever. So that's exactly what I've done. And like the funny thing is that he will go over to the buttons and he smell he like will smell the correct buttons, but he's not hitting them. Like he'll go over to the button that says like mom and the button that says toy when he wants me to like throw his toy or like. He'll go over to dad and toy or whatever it is, but he won't hit them. And I like, 
was joking around earlier this week. I'm like, I wonder if he's afraid to hit them because he thinks I'm going to take him away again. I was just about to say, he's probably traumatized when you took him away the last time. So I talked to him the other day and he still hasn't done it, but I talked to Scout the other day and I was like, listen, these got taken away last time because you abused them. And all day, all I heard was outside, 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 treat, 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 treat. I was like, if you use these correctly, we will get you more buttons. And he still has not touched the buttons. You think he's afraid? I can try and talk to him. I think he's afraid. I, I kind of think, yeah, when you're here next week, you might have to have a little chat. Yeah, I'm going to be in Nashville. Yeah, I'll do a chat. We'll have to practice. We'll practice. We'll talk about the buttons. We'll talk about the buttons. Um, so the funny. other, I feel, I do have like a couple of other things I want to talk about. Some okay. of these yes. I might let Let's get back on track. Time, but, um, so I wanted to ask you about lately, there is so much chatter online about invisible string theory. And I honestly I don't fully understand what it is. I, I, everybody makes it so confusing. I also don't know if it actually exists because I also don't really know what it is, but everybody's talking about invisible string theory. So I figured we could do like a mini explainer on it. Well, what do you think it means? Or what have you been hearing that it means? Um, I mean, it seems like it means that like everything is connected. Like there's a string that goes through like everything in our life. And like the way that I have seen it, like, for example, there was a video that came up for me, like literally this week where it talked about how this woman or this girl and like her fiance or her husband their grandparents knew each other like really well when they were younger and they didn't know. So there's photo of like, there's a photo of this girl's grandparents holding her husband, like as a baby. And basically it talks about the fact that there's like a string through everything in life. And there was something with Taylor and Travis and invisible string theory, but now I can't remember what it was. So I don't even know to go back what it is to go back to it. I don't know that one. Um, I don't know about that one. I mean, I'm not saying it's not real, but um, okay. So like technically invisible string theory is, yeah, the idea that you've already met your soulmate a long time ago, you've crossed paths at some point in your life. And that when you're just like, when you're destined to be together, you will meet again. Mm. You can also think of it as actually like a manifesting practice for anyone who's single and trying to meet their soulmate or wants to call in their soulmate. You can imagine pulling on that string, right? If you do believe there's a red mm. or the string attaching your heart to your soulmate's heart or your partner's heart, you can imagine starting to literally like pull that in or gently, let's not be aggressive here, you know, <laughs> gently, um, like pulling that towards you, bringing that in towards you, um, like calling them in, so to speak. Um, mm. Yeah, it's based on the idea you've already met your soulmate. And I will say this, I kind of feel like, I was just talking to a client about this today. I kind of feel like it's like the same thing of like when I talk about people about when they're like, what if I've missed my person? Like, what if I've already passed them? Or what if I said no to someone and that was my person? I'm like, it's yeah. literally not possible. And that's kind of what this invisible string theory is saying yeah. is like, you're when your person shows up or like you can't miss the person that's meant for you like you'll you're going to find them because there's like an invisible string or there's you know destiny between you right and this is where I talk about with clients like like I'll use my sister's example like she could have met her partner in like three or four different ways like they went to the same like chiropractor they went to the same gym they were literally Mm. at the same bar at the same game one time like a couple months before and they just didn't know it like at any of these times they could have met or maybe they did but then it finally mm. came the right point where someone like set them up and that's how they met. Another client I had, literally I told her, I was like, 
you're going to meet someone you've already, you're going to date someone you've already met before. And this is going to go last for a little while. I'm like, I don't know if these are forever. Turns out they were at the same table at a wedding, like two years before the same table. Like oh they were at the, they were at the singles table. And I don't know if one or like the, the one where you didn't bring a date, you were just sort of you yeah. know, like new people and they had literally met before, but they don't remember it. They did not remember oh it. And then they dated That's for like, I don't know, six or nine months or something. They didn't end up getting married, but still they did it for a while. And they literally mm-hmm. had already met before at a wedding. So I do believe in this. Like, I do think it exists. Um, I just think you shouldn't fixate on it like too much because I don't want you to like take away your free will and not do any action. Cause you do have to yeah. like take steps to put yourself out there and to like connect. I think it's a beautiful like sentiment. I think essentially what it's saying is there are people in the world that you're destined for or you're fated mm-hmm. for. And when you're, when the timing is right, you'll meet. Yeah. That's how I would like summarize it. Also, um, I feel like what it's actually coming from is that there's an ancient Chinese proverb, which says that an invisible red thread connects those who are destined to meet regardless of time, place, or circumstance. The thread may stretch or tangle, but it will never break. And so I have a feeling that this TikTok trend is really like either subconsciously or someone eventually or consciously took that that Chinese proverb and turned it into something for like yeah. every day or it's a really oh. cool man I mean it's a great manifesting tool but that's yeah. it's based off a, a Chinese proverb so okay. um I like that it reminds me of the if you really want to get I'm getting real like one minute I'm real woo-woo the next one I'm real sciencey <laughs> um there's a f- <clears throat> process in quantum physics that's called quantum entanglement Einstein used to call it spooky action at a distance where it's basically when you impact one particle or one thing in one area of space, even something else in another part of the universe or another room or another, even if it can't see it, is also impacted. So it's basically, he calls it spooky action at a distance. It's quantum entanglement. It's basically saying the two are connected maybe via an invisible spring, but it's obviously you can't because it's two different rooms and two different universes. But it's been proven in quantum science that when you touch one thing or connect one thing, something else is impacted and they can't explain why besides a spooky action at a distance or what they call quantum entanglement. Again, similar thing of like the string theory, right? It's like we're connected. Yes. You're connected with your destined person or your fated person or the other thing in some way, shape or form. Oh my God. That's interesting. Huh. I'm glad we touched gotta bring on the, this. Got to bring the science in. So, um, you know, the other thing that I, I nerd out on physics, by the way, for like an entire episode. We need to do like a, like a quantum physics episode. Oh, I would where we love just discuss like that different spiritual topics in relation to like quantum physics. Like that would actually be really interesting. Um I don't know if this goes I'm this gonna is add like to the notes really, doc. I know this is getting extremely off topic, but I saw a video this week. Um and I don't know if teleportation would be considered like in relation to quantum physics and I don't I don't know anything about it so I don't know how I feel about it but I guess Stephen Hawkins had literally thrown a party and he but he didn't send any invitations out and he literally went to this party alone and he went because he basically was like well in the future I'm going to send these invitations out like in basically 
believing that he would be able to teleport like back to this party and that people would be there because somehow they would like get these invitations. Like it was a very interesting, I don't know if you heard about this. It was like a very interesting thing that I was like, okay, I'm curious to know if I ever hear that like he had a party and people showed up. Um, I don't know. It's cool. The other topic that I have become interested in because I keep getting served so much content on it on TikTok right now is remote viewing. What is remote viewing? Do you want to share what you think it is? Well, I'll tell you what I think it is. And then you can tell me what it actually is. Um, Basically it's people that can see into like either events or situations or to specific sites or places and like tell you what has happened there or like what it looks like, what's going on. And I don't know if they do it and they can go like into the past or into the present like that. I have no idea or if it's just like current things. I guess they would have to be able to go into the past because one of the things um, that I had seen or basically why this is so viral right now is because there's a podcast that had, it was either like a remote viewer from the CIA or the FBI on some really famous guy. And it was basically like such an interesting episode. They ended up not cutting the episode at all. They released all six hours of video footage unedited so that people could basically watch the entire thing and like learn from this guy. Um, But he talks about how like he would be given like folders with like specific targets in it where like he basically would have to like through remote viewing, like track these targets to see like what they were doing or like terrorism suspects or like, and I can't remember what it is now, but there was like a specific example that he gave in history where they had asked him to remote view into a certain situation, like fact check this situation. And it turns out that like the, the person who had um, given information on the situation was actually wrong. And they ended up finding like hard and fast evidence that aligned with what he, with the situation, like he actually saw and how he actually saw it going down. So it like basically rewrote like this one event in history, but um, yeah, I don't know. Do you have any like thoughts on remote viewing or like, how do you feel about it? Or like, I don't know. I just, I see it all of a sudden. I see it everywhere on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. I I do believe in it. Like it's very, um, it's, it's technically like a form of mediumship, right. Or technically a form of like using your intuition because you're, going somewhere in your mind's eye. So typically the way I've been taught is it's, it's um, usually given like a picture or told a place to go mm-hmm. or a time and a place to go like, look and see what you see. Um, so you don't have to go there physically. It's just in your mind's eye. You're like picturing going to this location and then seeing what else you observe outside of the picture you were given or the circumstance you prov- you were provided with. Right. And so it's technically like what, you're doing when you're tuning into your intuition or you're like when I'm channeling, it's like I'm tuning into energy and I looking for pictures and things and seeing what other information comes through. Right. So it's interesting because the government's been using it for a while. Like they used yeah. it for like past wars and stuff and made decisions on it, but they just don't talk about it. And they used to call it like project stargate or something like you can Google it, yeah. but they literally had people in and like remote viewing and compared notes and see what everyone was seeing and then use that information against like their enemies and whatever. So mm. it's definitely widely used and widely practiced. You can use it for a present time. You can use it to go into past events and things and circumstances. You can use it to go into the future, I guess, too. 
Um, there's a woman on, uh, my favorite person around it is Elizabeth April. She's big on like YouTube and she talks to like mm. aliens and stuff too with it, but she's also gone to like Antarctica and like tuned in around mm. like certain, um, like tragedies or events, like a tsunami or like a, you know, bad event that's happened and saying like what she was picking up or why it happened or what caused it, even just a natural disaster. She'll like go in and just see what's mm. really happening there and talk about it and everything. Um, so yeah, it's cool. I don't know that I've like done it. I mean, actually it's a lot. I took a class on it that and like, um, like astral projection, like, cause it's kind mm. of the same thing, but astral mm. projection is when the other person can see you when you're in the room. Like you can literally, mm. you basically show up, like you show up or you, you impress, impress the person that you're visiting with images of you or something you want them to see. So that's like versus remote viewing is you're not you're just, you're just looking in. You're not like going there to show things to people. You're just looking at the situation or looking at the scene. So I've practiced both or done both. It's, you know, it's okay. It's fun. It's just hard to, you know me, I love a good validation. Yeah. Like it's hard to validate. Like, and besides like the, I think the thing that you mentioned with like, he went back in time and they actually went back and fact checked and found that, wait, what he had seen was correct. And what yeah. had been written down was incorrect. So I think like, that's so cool. But again, with all this stuff, it's like, I, sorry. And it's my inner skeptic of like, well, if you can't validate it, then what good is it? Like, how is it going to help you? What are you going to do with it? So, um, but it could be good if you were just practicing or it's another way of tapping into like your gifts or tuning into like intuition, things like that and doing it. So I don't know why it's blowing up on TikTok per se right now. Like again, though, it's a fifth dimensional thing, right? Like as earth moves into like a higher vibration stuff like this comes easier and easier, which is also why I say you got to have really good boundaries up because energetically like who knows mm-hmm. who's like remote viewing you or not say psychic <laughs> attacking but like you know that's Elizabeth yeah. talks about that like psychic attacks and I'm like you know I don't oh know I don't God. know if I believe in and not that I don't believe in it but I don't know that anyone's like doing that on a regular basis per se yeah. but in the future yeah. they could like you gotta set boundaries you can't yeah. like let you gotta decide what's what what feels like truth for you and what doesn't you know so anyways yeah that makes sense Sorry, I'm like, if anybody ever remote viewed me, they'd be like, wow, this girl has like the most boring life. Yeah, like, I'm kind of like, what would you do with it? Like, where would I want to remote view right now? Like, Antarctica? Like, I don't know. Like, Stonehenge? I, like, what would I, I don't know. I'm like, what do you use it for? Like, what are the people on TikTok <laughs> using it for? Like, I'm like, kind of like, I could see why the government would want to do it. Like, but what, like, what are you going to do? I think for- I'm going to re- remote view on Tosh right now. Like, he's probably eating yeah. a bunch of he's probably eating his own I don't know what he's doing right now but you know like <laughs> yeah I don't I think but I think with TikTok it's all about kind of like shock value oh like interesting. like the okay. shock of things or things that are different or like out there quote-unquote out there that like we don't think are out there but like other people maybe see them and are like what because a while ago and I know we touched upon this it was um shifting they call it shifting but it really is just like timeline hopping um so I feel like they pick something it goes viral everybody talks about it and eventually they move on to something else um but yeah remote viewing I don't know I'm like I guess if somebody wants to do it to me they can like it's it just wouldn't be very exciting like it really wouldn't be very exciting Uh, okay well we'll have to practice and we'll report back Wait, let's see if we can yeah, find a way yeah. to practice this and report back. I, again, I'm, a, I'm big on, like, validation. I'm like, oh, we got to, like, figure out how to, like, try this and see. Yeah. Um, oh. The last thing I oh. wanted to ask you about was, obviously, there's a lot that's happened with King Charles. 
in the last couple of weeks. And I'm curious to know, like in relation to that whole situation, like, is there anything you're picking up on? Is there anything that like, I don't know, like, is there anything you're feeling around it? I mean, the first thing I thought of when I read, I mean, first off, I'm so, I'm, I'm like, I feel bad if anyone gets, has cancer. Like it's a horrible, it's horrible. Yes. It's a horrible feeling. Yes. It's terrible. Oh God, it yeah. sucks. It's, I mean, we have a lot of amazing, um, life-saving practices now, but the, it, but it's scary. It's scary. Okay. So I'm not belittling a yeah. cancer diagnosis yeah, yeah, yeah. when I say this. Okay. I just want to caveat that. I don't want anyone coming yeah. at me. Okay. But the first thing I thought of when I read that he had been diagnosed with, I think, was it prostate cancer or they didn't really say, but they were looking at it. He went in for an enlarged prostate to be looked at and then they found cancer. So I assume it was in that area, right? The, like the root chakra, you know, area, let's just say, I'm assuming it was down there. Um, The first thing I thought of was freaking karma. Like he had an affair for the majority of his marriage, maybe arguably the entire time he was married to princess diana and then he ends up getting cancer in either his like root chakra or somewhere down there and i'm like hello karma like you don't get like it just i was dying so i feel like this is an example of like where we say all disease in the body is disease of the soul like you don't get to like i don't know i just it just how do you have an affair for so long or like lie about something for so long and then get away with nothing? Like it just, it's just like princess Diana yeah. is like rolling over dying on the other side, like laughing at like, also like God forbid something does happen to him, but like, this would be the shortest reign of reigning King ever. And this is literally what his whole life was <laughs> waiting for was to be King. That and it would crazy, just be actually. such a, again karma if he and camilla did or especially camilla too didn't get to be queen for very long yeah like if that it was, was if it was less than a year or two years or whatever then whatever it's going to be because i mean again i'm not belittling this but like what are the odds that yeah. this ha- like he just become less than a year to becoming king or maybe a year and a half whatever yeah. and he is diagnosed with something that could be life-threatening and it's like yeah I don't know. I just, I feel like, you know, it's like karma. Like you don't get to treat people this way and live your life this way. And she doesn't get to, and then you don't get to live happily ever after. At least a lot of times you don't. So I don't know. I just, that was my first thing. Intuitively. I don't know what's going to happen. Like when I, when I tune into him, I feel like, I feel like he is. How do I explain this? Like, I'm trying to be careful because I don't want this to be misconstrued, misconstrued, but, um, you know, as again, going back to the five, 3D, 5D, as Earth's vibration raises, and if you're not working on like healing yourself and like going to therapy, which we clearly know they don't because mm-hmm. Meghan Markle had all the issues with all the, right? And if you're not, then you are going to falter. You are like, your systems are going to like, your body's going to give out. You're going to get more disease. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not yeah. saying this is everybody, but it's going to be a lot. I mean, look at like, there's a rise in cancer, yeah. there's a rise in um, heart issues, yeah. chronic illness. Thank you. Thank you. Chronic yeah. illness. And it's like, not everybody, but I just can't, I, ha- I can't help but wonder like how much of some of this is people who one, either need to be awakened or woken up. And maybe this is a path to that, right? Like a path mm-hmm. to you getting back to your truth or getting back to who you are. It's supposed to like encourage you to change your lifestyle. 
And part of it is maybe they're just not vibrationally aligned. And so stuff's going to happen in the body. I don't know. But I think too, is like the older, I feel like there's still a lot of old white men running things. Yeah. And oh, yeah. how many, yeah. and they're too, and like how many of them are going to end up getting sick or dying young? Yeah. Or like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I agree. It's with time you. for I a absolutely... change. It's way past time for a change. I'm sure everyone would agree. Not to... Yes. Yeah, no, but... we definitely, I think everybody agrees with that. It's time for a change for sure. And so maybe this um, is like the beginning of the change over there and maybe it'll be a domino effect in other areas in the world too. I don't know. Yeah. The other thing that I thought was interesting, unrelated to spirituality, but was when the palace put out the statement on his treatment, they said he was not doing chemo or radiation, but he was pursuing alternative therapies. And oh, I didn't catch there's, hmm. yeah, there. I'm, there could be like obviously little to no fact to this because it's pure speculation but it's like there's always been a rumor that there's actually a cure for cancer and we just don't have access to it Whoa. and so people are like waiting to see like is he somehow going to make a miraculous recovery and be cured like is that the alternative therapy so I don't know just I think because I I'm chronically ill and have seen the many downfalls of the healthcare system. I am very open to like speculation on things like that. Cause I'm like insurance doesn't have your best interest at heart. Healthcare no. systems don't have your best interest at heart. Like um, no. pharmaceutical That's companies certainly don't have your best interest at heart. So I'm very curious to see what happens with him and, and what that looks like. But I mean, I would um, actually, in that instance, I would love if it came true. And then maybe some things would come to life from this. And again, that's an example of like 5D. It's like things coming to light, things coming to truth. And maybe he will be someone yeah. that will start sharing that. Like, I don't know that. And then in that case, I feel yeah. like that would be amazing. And yeah. that could be a, like something that's beautiful that comes out of all this. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't wish know. anyone to, I don't wish anyone died. I yeah. don't wish anyone to get cancer uh, at yeah. all. Um, but if something good could come out of it, I mean, how amazing would that be too? Like, yeah. you know, yeah. I don't know. It'll be very, very interesting. Yeah, um, I agree. I also wonder like what the hell's in the water over there that he's got that. And then yeah, um, Princess Catherine is not sick, There's but had a serious surgery. Yeah. yeah. Like what's going on over there? Like, yeah, I got to figure it out. I don't know. Mold toxicity, maybe. Um. <laughs> Honestly, I'm like those buildings are so old. You probably like, know. I know you probably know more about it than. I don't know. I'm like, that. makes you really sick. Um, oh, all right, God. I think I think for today's solo episode, that is enough. Um, I'm super excited we because so next we covered so much. <laughs> next week, we are having a return guest back on Cassie um, De Laurentiis, who is absolutely amazing she is a um, reporter for um, a massive news network and we're going to talk about manifesting with her and anxiety and everything under the sun so we will see you next week bye guys bye